I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey guys, have you seen The Jerk? No. Yeah, of course. I think everybody has. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh, wait. No, 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 not everybody. That's why we're here. Everybody's seen The Jerk. Oh, right. Except for me. Because this is, have you seen? Um, you're not a jerk for putting this on your list, Justin. I know. I like this one. It's a great fucking movie. Uh, so let's get into it before we spoil anything. Josh, what do you think The Jerk's about? Hmm, I'm going to assume it's about a jerk. <laughs> Just one? Yes, because it's called the, the jerk. Yeah, it's not jerk. So it's no. he's not a jerk, Josh. Well, it's not about a jerk. Is it about? The it's movie? about the, the jerk. jerk. Okay, yeah. So let's hear your rundown. What do you What do you think the movie synopsis uh, is going to be? I'm going to th- assume that the jerk is the main character. Okay. It's not like a bad guy or anything. Yeah. Huh? It's probably a lighthearted comedy of some sort about a guy who is a jerk for whatever reason. Maybe he has legitimate reasons, maybe. And, and over the course of the movie, he becomes less of one. Oh, okay. I hope he becomes more of one, but... That would be cool, too. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're aiming You're, for an increase in jerk. Yeah. Jerking. Yeah. You're wrong, Jerkiness. though. It's a movie about uh, an alien uh, spaceship that flies over, like, 1930s America. And, uh, Let's call boys and aliens. And, brain, and brainwashes people to do, like, a new dance move. So it's like Ooh. Attack the Block. Called the, the Jerk. jerk okay. No, you're wrong. <laughs> it's about a Roman gladiator... <laughs> Tug of war contest. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens in the bath houses afterwards? That's the real jerk. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the contest or anything. It's right. you get all oily. And There's a stuff. whole other contest about like big old ropey gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> all right, does that help at all, Josh? No. Does that excite you for the movie? Not particularly. All right. Well. <laughs> We're going to watch it. We're going to find out what it's really about. Uh, going to eat some food, drink some beers. Mm-hmm. Get to it. Get some fresh air. Yeah. All right. We'll be back after the jerk. Josh, what'd you think? First time seeing it. Uh, <laughs> it was good. Yeah? I think. You think? It was a little baffling your first time? It was time. really weird. Like, it took good, like, third minutes to even get it. Like, there was just, it was just, like, sketch comp scene after sketch comp scene. There was, like, four scenes just to set up this character. <laughs> and then stuff happened. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think we should go through this movie chronologically, because that would take forever. Yeah. Hot take. This is the better Forrest Gump. Like... <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. Yeah. It's I think, been a while. I think but... this is better, having rewatched it. I got that feeling, like like you said, it's a kind of a non-linear stream of consciousness comedy story. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this movie. You like it? You don't have to say yes. Like, oh, you're asking no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we'll get to recommends at the end. He was we'll saying, hold off on that. He was yeah. saying part of him wants to not like it, and part of him... He said he wanted to not like it, but part of him still kind of did. 
It's basically what you were always yeah, gathering. Like, <laughs> would you mind looking up what year this came out? Because I think it's... I'm going to guess 78, if I had to throw a number out there. That this movie came out? Mm-hmm. This is Steve Martin. Uh, he's playing the jerk. It's never said the Maybe. jerk in the movie. No, he didn't. Yeah, he does. He said, don't look at me uh, like I'm some kind of jerk. A jerk, right. And then when he leaves the house, he says, what do you think, I'm like a jerk? Yeah. But, but his the, name is Naven. The jerk is never said. Correct. No, we do 1979. 79, oh, it's one year off. Damn. Good guess. So, um, it starts off in rural Missouri, because they're near St. Louis, and he doesn't realize he's an adopted child of a black family. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, it doesn't say what birthday it is. When uh, no. they reveal this information. I'm guessing pretty old. 18? 17? Because he's off to find his way in life, and this is the 70s. Mm-hmm. So he can't be older than that. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, you got to fight in a war or some shit. <laughs> but yep. uh, it's his birthday dinner, and I love this. He has a tuna salad with mayo on white bread, two right. Twinkies, a tab sand. Uh, cola. Yeah. Well, just, right before this, they were talking about all the food that they had cooked for their family dinner. Which sounded like delicious southern food. Yeah. Um, and and then they were like, I got you your favorite meal for your birthday. the whitest shit you could think. <laughs> I, I would have made, like, a pork sandwich, maybe two in a salad. Mayonnaise on crackers. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you might have to explain this to the people. This is a real thing. And I was stunned into vomiting. <laughs> Almost when Justin uh, so told gross. me about this. It's so gross. Tell it. Uh, but it's just something my family does. Like everyone in my family did whenever we'd have like stew or soup. <laughs> they would just put like saltine crackers. Oh, I need to leave the room. <laughs> on it and like use it and eat it with the stew. No, I get yeah. using saltine crackers and stew, but they would dip them in mayonnaise before. They'd spread mayonnaise. Oh, on oh my god! Like. A hydrophobic barrier between the <laughs> stew and the cracker for some reason. I don't get the logistics or the taste. I don't get it like either. Like some people put a dollop of sour cream in their chili because uh-huh. the I, I get that. Like in uh, in Mexico, you get more like a, the goat cheese or the crema, the fresh. But mayonnaise, yeah, that doesn't work for me. It's no, too. I mean. Me either, man. There's some things that mayonnaise can work well. My in. dad also, yeah. also. Oh yeah. My dad dipped his apples in ketchup. Apples and ketchup. <laughs> Ooh, I've heard of mayonnaise on apples, like fruit and mayonnaise salads. There's some okay. strange shit out there. But ketchup? Good God. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's gonna kick down your parents' door after we publish this. Not saying he listens. It'll just be. On the internet, it'll be known. Yeah, it was said so like an alarm went off in his head. Yeah. <laughs> he might die. That's shocking information. Uh, back to the jerk. He has no rhythm. He doesn't fit in. He's an outcast. It's very self-aware. Um, that playing is he's the outcast in an African-American family. Uh, feels out of place. Doesn't belong in society. It, in the first time he really gets it is because of music, because well, he could never dance. What would you call that? Like swing music? It was kind of. It wasn't jazz. It was more like big band. That's what it was. Yeah, he uh, he's going to sleep and it comes on the radio, and his toes start tapping yeah. to, like inadvertently together, and he wakes up the whole house because he was like, never able to dance before. I've got rhythm. He's snapping his fingers. 
Uh, this inspires him to leave to see the rest of the world. Yeah, to be somebody. Yeah. Which is, to argue your point, Josh, to me, this is whenever we get the first driving plot of the movie. Which he is decides what? that he wants to leave and be somebody. Yeah, but then it's a series of scenes of him not being somebody. Yeah, it's him becoming somebody. He gets a job. I he guess gets a place to live. Steps that a place to receive mail and phone calls and get randomly selected for murder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is quite a quest he's on. It's like the Odyssey. Um, he goes to the big city, St. Louis. Well, I don't know if he makes it all the way there. But he gets a job at a gas station as like a punk jockey in this nerdy outfit. Uh, he is just dropped off and asked to use the restroom. He gets fast talked into a job. Mm-hmm. When's the last time that happened to you? <sighs> Not for a good decade. <laughs> <laughs> but he takes way, and I don't know. You should look up what minimum wage was at that time. But I'm sure a dollar ten was. Way I'm under. sure a dollar ten was way under. Correct. <laughs> Minimum. He takes the job. He's sleeping on one of those uh, carts you use to work on the uh, bottom of a car. And the guy he's working for offers him a place to live. At first he thinks it's the bathroom, and I love that scene. $2.90. Oh, so it was less than half that. Ouch. That's a pay cut. Mm-hmm. He's happy to get it, though. He, uh, he, I love this scene where he's trying to remodel the restroom. He's like... No, I'll knock down this wall and I'll put up one here and I'll raise the floor by six inches to I make it I love how the guy like just stands there rooms. and lets him go on for like <laughs> a full like three minutes just staring at him while he's going through this. He's like, it's in here, man. That's a good part of this movie is uh, Steve Martin ranting and just going on these like stream of consciousness insane rambles. Um, but he doesn't stand there. He gets to stay in, like, the boiler room. It's full of car parts. We don't see too much after that. There's there's a couple of funny scenes at the gas station. The first one is uh, some dudes roll up who have just robbed uh, some ladies of their purses. And they want to fill up gas. They want to get a bunch of white wall tires. They want to get a bunch of cash on it. And like you said, Josh, Steve Martin, sometimes he's quite clever. But sometimes he's not. Like whenever he, this guy, uh, another fast talker, <laughs> that uh, keeps has like those really like bottle lens glasses. Who are we talking about? The Willy Wonka character? Yeah. Oh, okay. With I was talking about tie. the thieves first because they came up and they were trying to like swindle him. Oh yeah, and yeah. He keeps he does keep him there and he calls the cops. He's like, "Don't worry, I saw a trick in a movie." And uh, he takes the car and, like, chains it to a church, the plumbing of a church. And he tries to keep to keep them there by telling them they've won an oven mitt after all this other shit. And they're like, nah, go. We don't need a fucking oven mitt. They pull the church down the road. That's a pretty good one. Uh, but, yeah, like you were saying, uh, he reminds me of Willy Wonka. This guy that comes A little from, bit, yeah. Do you remember his name? I don't. I don't either. Gene Wilder? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Johnny Depp. Oh, sorry. No! No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I have one Oompa Loompa. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, the guy in this movie, his glasses keep falling off. Yeah. 
And so he invents, uh, he, he says, I can fix your glasses before he has an idea of how he's going to fix them. He takes him into the back room and solders this bridge handle and a nose brake on yeah. him. Um, so you can grab it so you don't put stress on just it. Just so on like, the fly idea. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, oh, I sell all kinds of shit like this. I'll market it, we'll make millions, and we'll split it 50-50. Deal? And he shakes his hand. Yeah. He makes a lot of deals. The just like one. the guy for the uh, place to stay, he's like, how much does this cost me? He's like, oh, nothing. Just send me a postcard when you're rich and famous. Right. And he like took like a minute, like he was real considering it. He was like, <laughs> all right, deal. I don't feel like there's a lot of filler while watching this. There's either the cool rants he's going on or really deadpan humor that takes its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, his run at the gas station ends when, like you mentioned earlier, a man with several guns randomly picks his name out of the phone book. Because he's Random average-ass bastard. Oh, I love these insults. <laughs> he's just calling him, like, the most mediocre shit. You mediocre, pasty white fucker. <laughs> And at first he thinks he's shooting the cans, and he runs over to the soda machine. Oh, uh, that's like, no, like cans in here. the most famous part of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Is that scene? We were talking about the reference to the jerk in uh, Freaks and Geeks earlier, mm-hmm. and how there's uh, the main character likes the cheerleader girl, yeah. And their first date, he takes her out to see the jerk, and she like Hates walks it. out of it. She's like, "This is stupid." I hate this. Yeah, and, and he's like, like "Well, we don't movie. need to date." Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they shoot at the cans. Oh, I love it. That scene was. I love it. This guy has like a right. He's sitting five feet from the highway, shooting a high power rifle. I guess people didn't have car phones that often, and they yeah, definitely no didn't have cell phones, phones or nothing. But then he pulls out a pistol, and then he pulls out a fucking Uzi, yeah. and he's chasing this guy down, uh, Steve Martin. And he keeps running away, and he keeps happening to be hiding in places where there's cans. Finally, he gets in this car with no rims and tries to drive away, which is pretty good, because he's going five miles an hour. He does escape, though. He drives into a carnival, and this is one of my favorite moments. This guy, who's on a shooting spree, is like, you can't go in there. You're not carnival personnel. And he's trying to tell on him, he's not carnival personnel. Meanwhile, he's trying to shoot his revolver at him. His fourth gun he's pulled. <laughs> he's very lawful evil, I guess. Like, I'm going to kill this one guy. Hey, you can't break rules. <laughs> Society would fall he's apart. Just a, he's just a man, baby. Yeah. Uh, we find out later that it's because his wife left him and he lost his job. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, good job. Go on a killing spree. But this is our uh, next set change. We're at the carnival. Yeah. It's a traveling carnival. So Steve Martin gets mixed up with it, starts moving around. He's a weight guesser. Uh, I can guess your weight, your height, or your sex. Yeah. (laughs) And he's terrible at it. But he's wearing this fucking, like... Dracula from New Jersey yeah. costume. It's got huge silvery lapels, a black cape, these glasses that are too close together, but huge red room. And he's just like, blah, I'm out on the uh, Coney Island trying to guess the mate. Blah. He's got to wear that the whole movie. Yeah, he just stays. Well, I'm parts, glad he did, because the costumes in this are awesome. Just like the sets, <laughs> the costumes are great. 
the first big set piece we got was the church being pulled down the road. It's yeah. a wedding going on. Whatever the and like the bride's side is on one and the groom's side is getting pulled away and they're like trying to jump off and reach for each other but they're slowly in the middle of a wedding drug, being drugged down the yeah, street. Yeah, that's not a sign that you should be married. I don't know what The it church is. just splits. You can't see that car. You don't know if it's God pulling it away. You don't know what's on the other side. It was right as the preacher asked if anybody has any objections. Yep. <laughs> Jesus is just over there pulling the other side of the church or the chain or something. But um, he's at the carnival. He's guessing weights, and the boss comes up and he's just like, "Man, I haven't made any money tonight, or I haven't been doing good tonight. I haven't guessed one single thing right. I've given away some crap, some erasers." He does that whole spiel like, "You can win yeah, this," that bit. and it keeps narrowing it down to these things. There's one thing right here between the thimble. <laughs> but he clues him in. He's like. Yeah, you gave away 50 cents worth of crap. For 15 and, bucks. And for Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can do better this now. We don't get to see him do better because the stunt show starts. I don't remember uh, this character's name, but she's got amazing red dorsal fin mm-hmm. and costume on a motorcycle. Her motorcycle act is that she smashes <sighs> through a flaming wall on a motorcycle. These are full-on <laughs> planks of wood <laughs> that have been lit on fire with some sort of propellant. This is dangerous as shit, and she does it multiple times a day. This isn't even a nighttime trick. When you're going to light shit on fire and run through it, that's a nighttime trick. You don't... She does it during the day multiple times. It's amazing. And half the time, a good 50% of the time, she biffs it and falls off the back of that motorcycle. Just stands up, throws her helmet off, and then like spits out a tooth or something. I thought it was gum, but it might be. Uh, she... Apparently she comes up and starts oh my god I never noticed that <laughs> yeah the last scene with her she's in the biker garb and uh, that might have been a costume flub but it seemed pretty intentional <laughs> yeah there's the eagle with swastika emblem right on the front of that leather daddy hat mm-hmm. but uh, she fancies Steve Martin and uh, she comes up and starts flirting on the motorcycle very aggressive very yeah tries to guess his weight made by Josh uncomfortable it's a little awkward, yeah. <laughs> How aggressive she was. Powerful, strong female force. Um, and they start fucking immediately. And he has no idea what oh, they're doing. the special purpose <laughs> When he writes a letter. No, like, that. this is where he first says it. Right, he writes that letter to his family and they're reading it out loud. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I might have a job lined up in the future. She said she'd give me a blowjob. <laughs> and the grandparents and mom and dad are old, and I don't think they get it. They're just like, they oh, good absolutely for get it. Yeah, the mom yeah. was looking at the dad. Like, oh, okay. They abs- <laughs> everybody got it. That's what was so funny was they because just, the grandma finished it with like, oh, she sounds so sweet. Yeah. After she just said that she's going to give him a boob. <laughs> you can't confuse that. <laughs> Maybe they don't know the term blowjob is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if you can look at I don't up- think the grandma got it. Yeah. She absolutely did. That's why it was so funny. Maybe the joke is everyone got it, but they're trying to make it seem like nobody yes. got it. Like when you're at Thanksgiving and somebody puts on a movie that is not a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> you ever guess how many And you just like that? power through it. Yo. And you can't say anything. You can't be like, hey, this movie has some really messed up scenes. Because then it's like, you've seen it. And right. Why are you into that? Yeah. But we're all about to watch it together, so strap in. <laughs> uh, I I do like to watch Scrooge during the holidays. Uh, Scrooge is great. 
because it's not overtly religious or preachy or anything. It's pretty preachy, but at least it's got Bill Murray and ghosts, and it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen that one? It's no. better than any Hallmark movie crap. Jesus, I, mom I can't. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can't watch those. That's like what she lives for. She's already watching them. Wow. She's already watching them, because there's already playing. Well, yeah, they are. They probably play them. You, oh, you think there's a special cable package? Oh, yeah. It's like Hallmark cheer, and it's just the holiday movies nonstop? Yeah. And they don't call them holiday movies. They call them fucking Christmas it's movies. Sweet. And they got an <laughs> and a Starbucks cup that they're just shooting the shit out of. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if... Well, I'm just really like guns, though. But, you know. No, I wasn't talking about her. I was talking about Hallmark. <laughs> like, the movies they make. That, that'd be better if they're, like... You know the NRA has a fucking cable channel? The National Rifle Association. They, they produce content. I'm not endorsing it in any way. I'm just saying... It's out there. If you ever want to see an episode of Law & Order that's like a knockoff made by gun nuts, they've got it. Like, they produce content on a massive scale. Mm. And it's creepy as fuck. Of course it is. I bet they make Christmas movies. I'm going to look them up and watch one so we can put one on the oh, show. And Christmas. Santa came packing. Like, <laughs> no, like I said, I don't want to endorse that in any way. No, don't, um, don't. No. Back to the jerk, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, he he's with her. We know at the beginning that he ends up with a beautiful girl and loses her. And he gets super rich. So yeah, yeah. At first, you kind of think maybe this is the girl. Nah. <laughs> he, I thought it would, it, it, whenever I first saw it, that's kind of okay. what I thought. Wow, but I, I was also pretty young. When I didn't I have those thoughts this. when I first saw it. No, like I didn't think that. Like I thought that's what the joke was. It took me until a couple of years ago just to recognize the basic structure of movies. Before then, I was just like, ah, it's a scene and it's funny. Well, whenever I say young, <laughs> I mean like 10. Yeah. Nah. Like able to understand a movie. I still don't understand movies most of the time, especially this one. <laughs> I do like it, though. Um, he meets the love of his life while he's working at the carnival, driving a tiny train around. Yeah. And... At first we think it's her kid, but it turns out to be someone she's babysitting. Bullshit. He's wearing a shirt that says bullshit. On both sides. It's like a handmade shirt, too. It was pretty awesome. Um, he, he hijacks the train. It, this is a good transition. Yeah, for you sure. Like start on the bottom of this train, and it pulls up, and it's all steamy. And it looks like a full-size train, and then Steve Martin's on the back of it. Yeah. So that was... Uh... Who is... The, oh, the... The woman he eventually falls in love with? Yeah. Uh, that was Marie, played by Bernadette Peters, who was awesome. Yeah. She was as funny as he was. M more, more so, More I'd so, say. more so. Like, yeah, she was great in the role. This is sort of... When uh, she was throwing the knives later on. Oh, oh shit. That's so great. <laughs> this is sort of a nothing but trouble scenario. Like, right here, I notice Steve Martin and two other people wrote this movie, but this part where it's a glossy frame and it's on her face and it's like dreamy as shit. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're cute. I was like, he wrote that into the script and was like, we're not getting this unless this is in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want everyone to know she thinks I'm adorable. adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bullshit shirt. It's 
like you said, some Buster Keaton kind of physical comedy, but we don't go all the way. We no, don't see him like run into the tunnel. Yeah, he doesn't do like a full face plant and like a backflip with his legs straight or whatever. We forgot to mention he's got a dog companion throughout this whole thing. Uh, shithead. Who he's gonna name Lucky because he woke him up one time. Lifesaver. He was gonna name oh, him yeah, Lifesaver. Yeah. Because he thought he was warning him to a fire. So that's what I like. He he misconstrues this like lassie kind of joke in the beginning, but later when he's in the tub and Nicole, you said, mm-hmm. uh, Marie, Marie, when Marie leaves him, the dog comes in and barks, and he's like, "What letter?" Like he totally understood what the dog was saying to him. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Not only that, like, he was confusing the dog yelping for her saying yes to a marriage proposal. Yeah. Uh, He falls in love with Marie. They have pizza in a cup. (laughs) Which sounds really good. I I tell you what. You give me pizza in a cup and I'll try it. That sounds pretty good. I tell you what. I tell you what. (laughs) Okay. Let me me tell you what else I hate if it came in a cup. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this is have you cupped have you cupped oh <laughs> uh, wait no that sounds like a perverted show <laughs> <laughs> or a massage therapy show oh, okay. like, have you hot cupped yeah, yeah. oh have you hot cupped <laughs> alright have you cupped um, lasagna <laughs> that sounds pretty good cup, cup of lasagna. lasagna yeah is it just Italian foods are you gonna oh okay okay <laughs> are you <laughs> what else is hard to cup like you can put anything in a cup, and it's like I don't know. No, I'll take. I'll take it. I'll take anything in a cup. Here's your steak tatar in a cup, sir. It's just loaded with raw beef. Uh, they have that great song on the beach where she's playing the ukulele. Yeah, they have really good chemistry in this movie. And then she pulls out the trumpet from nowhere and starts, like, doing the solo to it and then going back to singing. That was great. Yeah, she's a really good dancer, too. Later we see that in their disco club in the house. And he's, this is, like, some of the weird shit that he says where he's like, I just had a thought while you were playing that a moment ago where I would get sucked in through this big hole in this horn and go through the <coughs> pipes and wind around this way and that way and come through the mouthpiece and... Give you give you a kiss. He's like, why don't you? <laughs> I forget what he said. He didn't yeah. want to get it spit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he goes to kiss her anyway, and she is not and into she it. She doesn't want like, it. This was a no, weird scene. My mom. I want to kiss you, but my mom told me not to kiss anybody who's not a rich guy. And he's like, well, oh, and then she's like, yeah, you gotta have ambition and drive. And a special purpose. And he's like, holy shit, I got a dick. I yeah. mean, a special purpose. Because that's what he calls his dick. So they move special in together purpose. in this, well, it looks like a hotel, a motel, Holiday mm-hmm. Inn. And he's in the tub. This is the scene where she's writing him, like, a Dear John letter saying... No, hey. this is later on. Yeah. Well, the, the tub scene happens a little later because he's, like, talking to her for... 10 minutes while she's laying there asleep. Oh, yeah. And he's going on and on about how, like, the days and weeks. We do not need to repeat that. (laughs) I know, but it's hilarious. It is. So just watch that scene. (laughs) Uh, They're singing this song together. And she totally heard him because it ended in him saying that he was going to propose. Yeah, and she's like, no, you're not. I'm leaving tomorrow. So she's crying and singing and writing this letter and then playing the trumpet again. It's really good. 
she leaves and he loses it. He runs outside from the tub and with just uh shithead in front of him. Yeah, he grabs another little dog. For his ass. He yeah. got a, he got a front dog and an ass dog. Yeah. It's smaller, hairier. Mm-hmm. And it, you're, right, you're right, when he puts this ass dog down, <laughs> its owner, this old lady who's watering her yard, comes up and immediately picks it up and sniffs it. <laughs> like, oh, what's what's that all about? <laughs> he smells like Irish Spring. <laughs> My ass dog. <laughs> Want to smell that front dog? Uh... Front dog, the new smell by... No. <laughs> Nobody wants that smell. <laughs> <laughs> by old yellow spice. Front dog. No, wet dog is not a pleasant smell. Um, he... Let's see, how does the... Oh, the, the private investigator finds him. Yeah, which is the guy who tried to kill him earlier. The assassin, yeah. He's like, oh, I just gotta give you this check. Yeah. Whenever I couldn't kill you, I killed six other people and turned a new leaf. The police department just hired me after they saw my resume. <laughs> but uh, he delivers 250 big ones to him. No, he sends him a summons. That's right, because he has to go visit him at his office. Yeah. And there's all this cool poster work, and there's like. Uh, it's decked out. It's decked out in uh, Optigrab. What he's renamed Steve Martin's glass product. He gives him a check for two hundred fifty big ones, which it's Steve his Martin first takes to the paycheck. bank. He takes it to the bank and is he quite thinks, shocked. He thinks it's two hundred fifty dollars. It's two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> what? His head spins around. He can't he even does talk the exorcist. anymore. That was good. Uh, you said you thought there was going to be a burb, just like zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out, zoom in. <laughs> uh, this is where, like, the next chapter of his life starts. He becomes super rich. Uh, checks just keep coming in for more and more money. He gets back with Maria, and they buy a house up on the hill together. And I love he this part. He immediately becomes a douchebag. I love it because he's talking to his parents in the letter and he's like, remember how I always wanted a red billiards room with a stuffed, stuffed camel? camel? And remember how I would chat with dad about how I wanted a, a bathroom disco. A, a bathroom with a bathtub shaped like a clam? It's so fucking specific <laughs> and they have it in every set. And I wonder if they found this one wonderful place to film and then just wrote the script around that because it kind of seems like it but I also want this house <laughs> no that's too much I'm sure somebody's made it not everything I don't want the permanent disco <laughs> I want the disco room of course for the option and the party room but I don't want to hire full time actors like he has uh, we get some scenes of opulence and being rich there's mm -hmm. The scene where they're at the fancy restaurant. Seventy like, late seventies new money. Yeah, nouveau rich. Um, I love these wine dispensers that are like nineteen sixty six Cabernet Sauvignon or whatever. He's got a red and a white out of the tennis court. And like glass and as like paper cup dispensers, but it's like actually a little. He glass. pulls it out. And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love it. Fucking great. And then he's got little paper umbrellas he puts in every cup, so he looks fancier. Yeah. Uh, he's not drinking rum like in that ad. 
But he is so bad with money. He's giving it to everyone. We see... He's got his butler. The film from Mexico where they're uh, fighting animals in a very cruel way. Yeah, they're not kitten, fighting It's them. kitten juggling. They're juggling them. Yeah. And he's like, how much do you need? <laughs> how much would you need to stop kitten juggling? He gets juggling? in bed with the mafia? He almost does. This is like, Oh, and then he... Yeah. It's an investment opportunity because they want to sell him some like timeshare condos. And, I mean, when you're rich, why not own property? Because then you get money for doing absolutely nothing. They were t- So they were all... They, it was a real shady deal. They were talking about how they were getting this stuff real cheap mm-hmm. from people because they threatened them. Like, so they straight up said that. They were buying it real cheap. Oh, yeah. They were going to jack up the prices and charge uh, a high rate so they could get a specific class of people. So they're like dancing around it, but not really dancing around it at all. Well, I mean, but they obviously tell that can tell that he doesn't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Careful because one of these dudes, I don't know if you caught it in this scene is our president. Now, (laughs) uh, they make the mistake of using some racial slurs and Steve, it just goes right over Steve Martin's head until they drop the big old, like a bomb of racial slurs. And he grew up in a black family, mm-hmm. and he's like, I will not take that. Takes his shirt off, and he's got white karate pants and, and like a, a black belt. But it's tied around his body, like not a top <laughs> or anything. I've never seen a like a martial arts belt just tied around someone's torso. It wasn't keeping his pants up; it was above that. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking loved it. He beats the shit out of these mafia dudes in like the most obvious like bad choreographed way. Oh, it turns into a kung fu movie for like 20 seconds. And it's really good. Some people get thrown into the pool. There's some like back Batman uh, knuckle hits. And he goes to kick the one dude in the balls who's just standing there. And it's like... And his name's like Iron Balls McCreary or something. And it just cuts to them having dinner. And that's the end of that. And that's what I love about this <laughs> That's movie. what this movie is. It's like sight gags, sound gags, and then there's no relevance in reality. And we talk about this in comedy movies sometimes. How you have the movie where one or two people... Like, it, my example is Dumb and Dumber. Uh-huh. The world is... Is normal. Pretty normal. Not full normal, but right. pretty, pretty normal. normal. And they're the outliers. Mm-hmm. This is the other type of comedy where the world is bonkers. Is this as crazy as he is, yeah. Yeah, because everything that happens just gets taken in stride. Um, yeah, it kicks Iron Balls McGinney in the dick, which breaks his foot, and they're icing it later. And it's like, dude, wear like an iron cup? Or no, he's he have- got iron balls. How does that come about? Do you lose your balls in like we'll a never know. factory accident? We'll never I want know. a prequel. He was in the mafia. Called Iron Balls. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know. Uh, oh. Did you know there's a sequel to this called The Jerk 2? I did not. It is not out of Steve Martin. Oh, I don't want it. <laughs> but I have the poster on my phone. And I believe you can find the entire movie on YouTube because no one wants to claim ownership to it. I have not watched it yet, but there is a jerk too. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. (laughs) It's not on any of the streaming platforms. It's one of those that has been buried under, like, forgotten ziggurats of time. Just like nothing but trouble. Uh, No, this would be like nothing but trouble too. Like... Something and trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but two rubble. Ooh! Uh, 
<laughs> oh my god, if they got into a franchise like Fast and the Furious, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd becomes king of the world. I guess there are darker timelines than the one we're in. Oh man. <laughs> Nothing but trouble spinoffs. <laughs> about like just a movie about uh those two fucking turds. Yeah. A Bobo. A Bobo. No, that's a... Dragon Ball. That's Dragon Fighter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's his name? I don't know. Scott so Candy. Steve Martin loses all of his money because the Opticrab causes people to go what is a cockeyed, uh, cross-eyed, mm-hmm. and millions of people sue him. Nine million For people. For like a dollar and 89 cents each. Uh, what's his name? Um, the director. Carl Reiner's... No, yeah, yeah, Carl Reiner's dad, the director, yeah. um, Paul Reiner. Yeah. Nah, I'm not good with director's names. Sure. But, yeah, he... Mr. Reiner. They take him to court, he loses because the jury is full of people who have gone cross-eyed, the judge is... Everybody, everyone. everybody He's loves these fucking And glasses. I love this scene. He's standing in court, he opens up his briefcase, and just pulls out a huge glass full of liquor with a paper umbrella, just like, shakily drinking it. <laughs> And he goes on a pretty dark path from here of alcoholism because mm-hmm. he's sitting at home, still in his mansion, writing checks to nine million people mm-hmm. for a dollar and nine cents because they have to divide up his fortune among all those people. Uh, Meanwhile, people are taking away all of his stuff in the background. Oh, yeah. He's lost everything. He's drunk. He gets in a huge fight with Maria. She's like, I don't even want the money or the stuff anymore. I just I want just, us the way we were. Yeah, she's wearing the dress that they, she was wearing on their like first date or whatever. And I think this could be a good couple's costume. That dress, sad, with a trumpet. And then the other person in a tiny bathroom. In a tiny bathroom like, with the pants down. <laughs> with the pants down and like a and white like button a shirt and the white boxers. And then just carrying shit. <laughs> this is the scene you said you knew the most, right? Yeah, I heard about it. Oh, okay. And he's just like, this is the scene where he's like, I only want this and I only want this. And he keeps whining and going on and on. Uh, and he hits the street. He sees a woman who has the perfect thermos. And he trades all the shit he took out of the house for the thermos. He gets, he's gets and a coat somehow. At the beginning of the movie. Yep, we're full circle. He's sitting on a stoop with a bunch of other hobos, uh, and his family pulls up. He's been sending his family money this whole time. And when he was poor, he would send them like meager, like two dollars every letter, a dollar and five cents. Yeah. So when he made nine million dollars, he probably sent them a pretty substantial <laughs> chunk. Yeah. It turns out his dad's a financial genius. He invested in soybeans and something else. Yeah, I, I didn't quite catch it, but I did catch soybeans. But they made bank. Uh, his family's like, this is the first place we looked for you. I'm glad we found you this easily. <laughs> How'd you find me? I don't know. This is the first place we looked for you. Maria called him as soon as he left. They're all back together. It's a big happy family. Josh, you called this. You're like, it's probably sending so this means- lots of money. That means he took the stuff, walked out the door, saw the thermos, like, literally, as he walked around the corner, he <laughs> came away and then sat down and told the story, and yeah, then they the came whole, and found him. The whole movie took <laughs> place. Yeah, within the span of ten, and she calls their family, shows up, gives No, the movie her. took place in real time. <laughs> they he were looking for him at the stoop, telling like us five five the story. Like he yeah. was, like, five minutes away, and yeah. they were scouring. Yep. 
<laughs> well, that was the first place the family They had to get the entire yeah. story. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, there were a lot of cool uh, visuals, and the directing was great in this. Yeah. The transitions really... and shots. Um, the costumes. Oh. Uh, his rich costumes. Oh, I'm That's so how jealous. you would dress if you were rich. So, I'd be so nervous. <laughs> yeah, so trashy. He, he had... I've never seen so many gold chains. It, that was amazing. As he got richer, gold chains kept adding on to his body until he didn't need a shirt. He was just hair and gold, gold chains. chains. Oh, that, that's the life. And yet he still had shoulder, like flared out shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like shoulders uh, or uh, collar, flipped collars he's, with no shirt. He's turning into <laughs> a, a warrior of sorts, like some sort of Warhammer character with the pauldron shoulders and all the chains of decoration. <laughs> Uh, would you recommend it? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I would too. Love this movie. It was a lot of fun. It ag- I think it ages really well. Um, I don't think we left out anything too big. Any big laughs you want to mention? There's the part where the butler's wife got executed. Oh my god, I never thought that when I was little. And then there's like a five minute scene of like... Him making passage. Like, you can't grieve forever, yeah, but yeah. or turn on the light. <laughs> Are you over your grief enough yet to turn on the light? What happened is she withdrew from her direct deposit account like a day before Sorry. it had went in. And it wasn't even Steve Martin that killed her. It was the F It was FBI, the government. The government, yeah. Federal bank regulations. They took her out and there was a firing squad of like eight cops with pistols and they had to watch it through the window. Yeah, that was great. That was probably my favorite scene. That was a good one. Um, I really like the fight scene when he's rich. Mm-hmm. And ah, just the house. The house is so sick. Yeah. All this, just like all the different set pieces and his, all the different outfits. My favorite part of the movie. You can tell they had a lot of And just like how, how uh, pure of a character he is. Even whenever he's a dick. Like, he is. <laughs> he plays it well. He is. Pure dick. <laughs> I want to know how much of this was ad libbed. Oh, probably oh, like so a lot much. Of scenes. Probably but it was so ad-libbed. good. It came out so good. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I looked for if there was like a director's cut or unrated version on the streaming sites. There wasn't anything like that. I don't think you can find deleted scenes unless you have the DVD. DVD. Um. So he moves back with his family. Mm. They build. A bigger... A big... It's, like, literally a bigger version of the house they yeah. had. Like, a giant a door and a bigger... Like, just everything in the I was large. expecting the grandma to be sitting in, like, a, a too chair. big chair. <laughs> 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 Their tables are too big and they're, like, sitting on the edges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a fun one. Like I said, it's it's a funner Forrest Gump. It doesn't go so far through time, but I think it's a more personal journey without... the. Without sucking its own dick. The uh, the, time. I think the time that I finally that Josh finally got pulled into the movie was whenever he went to ask out Marie for the first time. And it's like he and got he a was like, pulled. He, he was just, just like his numb. mouth just went numb, and Josh was like, uh, "Oh uh, yeah, the scene he's trying to ask." And I was like, "I don't like how much I'm relating <laughs> with this character <laughs> during this scene." Ooh, is that <laughs> like, uh, like, I was wondering if tomorrow, if you did. <laughs> 
Life sushi man. Oh, it's like his brain just hit the brakes and came to a skid. I do yeah. think I agree that I like the, the actress that played the, the girl. Maria? Yeah, way yeah. more than Oh, yeah, she was girl. great in this. We'll have to look up some, some she other things she's drunk, in. like, mm. trying to throw the knives. <laughs> okay, yeah, so she's trying to learn a pointless hobby, and she takes up knife throwing, and... Steve Martin's like, oh, I don't care that you're not very good at it. It's your first day. I'll get up here, chuck a knife. <laughs> Do you have a balloon? No. Oh, wait, yeah, and it's already blown. <laughs> he has a balloon in his pocket. Yeah. Uh, puts it in his mouth, and she whips it, and it sticks in his pants, like, at crotch level. Yeah. And just is like, I'm not good at anything. And he's like, no, it's your first day. He's not upset. <laughs> <laughs> Supports their hobbies. Uh, had a happy ending. Um, yeah, it ends with them dancing on the porch. And he has his rhythm. Yep, he's got his rhythm. He belongs. All types of music. He, he found where he belongs. By finding himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a jerk, but mostly a good-hearted one, it seems. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or yeah. suggestions... You can call us a bunch of jerks. You can call us a bunch of jerks, yeah. At, uh, <laughs> fapcheck at Just leave a comment. <laughs> Fapcheck at Facebook.com and Fapcheck at YouTube. You can find this and our other podcast on iTunes podcast uh, under Fapcheck. Yeah. And the other one's called Amazeballs. And we go through TV anthology series, mostly retro ones. We're starting with amazing stories and kind of branching out from there. For sure. Uh, any, anything you want to plug? No? I got nothing. No. All right. Uh... How about our other concept podcast, Have You... We don't have a name yet. So built. And we get uh, Lego and Connect kits and build them and then talk about it. It's all audio. Oh, okay. It's kind of a letdown. All audio of us building we, Lego kits. I describe it really well, though. <laughs> like, you have a... a name all the block. Like, like a 7 by one yeah. You know what that is? That's a famous one. Like, we get mad hits for 7 by ones <laughs> Last week I built the, uh, you know what the best part is? I don't have to buy them. I just make it up. You can look up the instructions online. Because oh, they're real expensive these days. <laughs> and there it is. It's the completed Hogwarts. Full size from uh, Harry Potter. To scale. I'm actually walking in it now. Wow. 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 <laughs> This has been Have You Built? Yeah. Click, clickety, 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 click, coming, snap, click, Coming click, soon click, with click. Have You Cups. I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. <laughs> <laughs>